Welcome back to Cargumentative, a show where an ever-changing lineup of men are here to talk to you about cars and all things automotive. I'm The Rock, your host, Thomas Faulkner from the Sunday Times, and uh, today we're joined by... Miles from... I don't know where exactly. Where are you from, Miles? Mm. I, I do many I things, wondered. many things, but yeah. uh, I do a bit of journalism, not mm. quite as professional as Tom, but... That's a good I thing. Do that. Are you, are are you, are you like Tom, a, a part-time male prostitute? <laughs> no, no, I'm a part-time uh, accountant on the other side of that coin. Oh, how's that, eh? Yeah. Sure. We are, we, I would say that we, we're sort of in the majority here. I mean, it's 50-50, but... No, no there are 50-50 yeah. male prostitutes and accountants. That's it. So Nadav and I are obviously... Uh, you know. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Mark, yeah. but I don't like it. So it's very good to be back with you, gents, eh? You haven't been here for, what, four weeks? I think it's been four weeks. Cross, CrossFit and shul and... Uh, uh, no, and playing golf in Sun City. Yeah. Did you actually play golf? I did. Can you remember what you did at Sun City? Well, um, yeah, most of it. Are there cohesive memories you could piece together? Most to of it. I made, I made two birdies and about four pars. I don't know what Not that bad. is. I don't yeah. know what that means. Sounds good. Yeah, it was I'm good. I'm impressed. Not as impressed as I was. Okay. Two birdies, eh? But I think... Tweet, like, tweet. You know what they say? Two birdies in the par are worth three in oh, the box. Do they? Yeah. Is that what they say? Something like that. Okay. But um, congrats, think, Mark. Thank you. But a bigger congratulations. Of t- today, a car, a very important car, was used that we weren't sure that it was going to get used, but the open top bus celebrating the Springboks win mm. in Japan. One of the greatest sporting results i've experienced and i'm personally over the moon i still mm. not I, I don't think i'm ever going to forgive you for for driving during the the world cup I did. it's it's <coughs> absolutely not even from was, a sporting hoping, perspective mm. from a patriotism perspective i was hoping you wouldn't bring that up but it's i'm going truth. to bring it up i'm going to i'm going to shame you it was a calculated uh move at least the, the roads would yeah. be empty mm. time for, i need a time for a drive i need to bed my brakes in and it was did a huh? it was a good call Actually. It wasn't. It really wasn't. It, it, I enjoyed it. You may have enjoyed it, but it just is wrong on sorry. many levels. Everyone else kept me informed as to what was going on. Uh, the roads weren't as empty as I would have thought. Come to come what to were you show. driving? Uh, GT3. Oh. Yeah. So it was great. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't watch the match. I, I hope, apologize. I, I hope Everyone you got stone chips. Everyone's. I'm disappointed with you. Oh, yeah. I'm quite upset. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that you'd feel so strongly, yeah. you guys. I know Mike so. would feel strongly. Miles, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm on Mike's side, yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're disappointed in me. I mean, we, we were watching a cross-country race, and we stopped everything to go and watch yeah. the okay. rugby. So yeah. Who has a, con- a cross-country race during the rugby? That's just how SA Motorsport is organized. Oh, Cross country. Ah, sorry, I thought you were talking about mm. athletics. No, definitely. Okay. Not. No, that makes sense. That was probably quite cool, though. Yeah, very cool. You find like a little bush pub somewhere. They set up a marquee on on the Paris Autodrome, Aerodrome. Why do you always have to bring pub and alcohol into everything? <laughs> it's <laughs> incredible. Because yeah. where, where else we're would talking, you want <laughs> We're talking about a wholesome. <laughs> no, we're talking about a wholesome motorsport activity, and you're like, oh. Go and find the Hold on a second. Bush hold on a second. Hold on. Don't make out like I'm the outlier here. Let's be very clear. You're the outliers. <laughs> no, but hold on. Now I'm intrigued. What 
uh, you seem to understand what Miles is talking about, but I don't know what a cross country race is. No, I mean, it seems like a like a rally. It's basically it's a bit like the rim run. It's road, like on road. It's like Dakar. You know those cars that you yeah. see like Hiluxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's mainly Hiluxes and Ford Rangers, I think. Yeah, because Ford every Rangers. South yeah. African likes a good Hilux. Well, the country was built probably, on yeah, on the Instagram. back of of Hilux buckies. Mm-hmm. Um, we got so was ISIS. <laughs> It's it's done everything, the Hilux. It really has. It's built countries. It's destroyed so it's like, countries. So it's a proper race. Um, a proper race, so, yeah. Sorry, okay, yeah, so we got not, distracted. Yeah. So it's nothing like Rim Run. Okay. No. <laughs> no, it's not. But listen, we are the world champions for another four years. So I'm glad that you stopped the I'm race so and watched. And I'm sure you'll remember that. Yeah, I'm very glad for us. Mm. Good. So wait, news. Yeah, are news. We using? We are using. We're going to keep it local. Uh, Bloodhound SSC. Yeah. yeah. That uh, stands for Super Speedy Car. <laughs> this week reached 501 miles per hour up wow. on the Huxky and Pan. Because they're building it up slowly. They're ramping it up. How many KPHs is that? Oh, I thought you guys would know because you work in miles. 700. 700. What is it? 500? Uh, 700. Yeah. It's 806. No, it's 806. 806 kilometers an hour. Oh, no, that's just testing, though. That's so unbelievable. No, it's half, half of what they need to do. Wait. Allow me. So, their next goal is to go up to 550 miles an hour. And then this year, they want to beat the 763.035 mile an hour record. Which is the actual world's land speed record. By thrust. Yeah. SSC, super speedy car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then next year, they're going to come Driven back. by the same driver, Andy Green. Huh? Andy Green, yeah. yeah. Wing commander. Wing commander. Andy Green. Andy Green. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we next year, they want to come back and do the 1,000 mile per hour. I think we really need to make, I'm serious, no, 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 we really no. need to make a plan. No, we are going. I'd like so to do that. Uh, yeah. The only question is whether we're driving there or whether my friend Joel, who's a fantastic guy, He's gonna fly us will in fly us in the helicopter. Oh, wow. How many seats in the helicopter? It's a bell. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a long ranger, so oh. it's got six, oh, there you so go. including including the the pilot. How long do you think it'll take to get there by helicopter? So those things don't fly that fast. I think like two hundred k's an hour, two to fifty. Really? Oh, they're oh. very slow. Okay. So it would be quicker to go in the Diablo. Yes, it would. <laughs> but now hold on. Yeah. You said it did eight hundred successfully. Did eight hundred yeah. k's an hour. So just for a little bit of context. Yeah. The cruising speed of an airliner is between 800 and 900 kilometers an yeah. yeah. That's how fast that thing is it's on the ground. Yeah. That's already outrageous. No, I, th- I, I think would love that to I, see that. Yeah, I mean, I think to watch that, uh, you, you know you're going to be sitting around a lot, but imagine… In a nice little quaint bush pub. Imagine yeah. If there's a bush pub. <laughs> very nice. Imagine hear that, hearing that thing go through the sound barrier on yeah, the ground. Yeah, I would, yeah, I must oh, say. Oh, I'd oh, be very keen to see oh. that. Uh, I, was, I, was, uh, I don't think we've ever discussed this. I was lucky mm. enough. Um, to attend a lecture by Wing Commander Andy Green, uh, that man is sub-zero cool, and he's just yeah, so interesting and uh, just engaging as well. Very, very interesting guy. He was talking about his thrust SSC experience, um, and yeah, I was pleased to see him back onto the Bloodhound project. And it was, we were all very sad when it was shut down, but, it's, but it it's seems like it's, comp- again, it's yeah. full steam ahead yeah, now. Full steam ahead. So amazing. I think we must make a commitment here on air that we I will would, be there. I would love yep. to go. Yeah. No, no, we have to be there. We just simply have to. It's just a very nice place to go and um, take photographs as well. It's a very it picturesque part of the country. Yeah, you know it well. You, you I do. I've been there for Speed Week. Yeah. Yeah. And because of, but because of space, holder, it w- uh, uh, space limitations, there it will be the fastest a human will ever go on the ground. So even if they don't get the record, they won't be anywhere fast, uh, big enough to go faster than that. So hmm. 
it's it's something we need mm. to do and you know in the context of records being broken like the sub two hour marathon and uh, whatever conditions it was yeah. I'm saying like it would be amazing to watch that okay agreed so let's, do it. For them. let's so do it let's do it world land speed records on the cards for South Africa basically yeah British team in South Africa. It's going to be awesome. Maybe yeah. when we go, I'll have my Prius by then, and then we can mm. do a, um, a fuel economy record run on mm. the way there. Very exciting. See how little we can use. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm even more excited, Thomas. Yeah, but Tell us what's but next. But you'll never get the Prius because it means at some point you'll have to sell the material, which is never going to happen. Oh, well, I might have a buyer for that, actually. Another oh, one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Might have a buy. They come and you go. Nev- you've never said that before. Yeah. Mickey like, Burnett, you know. Does Mickey he want Burnett? the material? He does, yeah. Really? He misses his old one so badly. <laughs> he wants one. But he said the biggest downfall with the standard material was didn't have enough power. Well. So I said, well, this is what you need. Nah, but he's moved down to the coast now. He doesn't need a turbo. He does. He wants one. Yeah. He likes to go on these drives and stuff. Okay. Well, we don't know Mickey Burnett. Uh, he, we should actually get him onto the show. Oh, he'd be an interesting addition. He would. Um, here's an interesting addition to the Audi range. Uh, in 2020, you'll be able to get an Audi R8 V10 rear-wheel drive only. With mm. a naturally aspirated V10. Correct. Nice. Nice. And Good. before, we used to get them, but they were limited edition. It was called the Audi R8 RWS. RWS. Really? And they came out every now and again. There was a special edition rear-wheel drive R8. Now they're making it standard. You can order one next year. That's it. Can you, can you not just take the front drive shafts out like you could do in a Diablo? The Diablo, yeah. No, because it'll it'll probably upset some electrical device buried in the frunk, and then you'll have to spend twenty grand because it keeps <laughs> popping, and you know. The RWS, um, which was, was so was that the sort of run out of the pre facelift of the current one? I think um, it was. True. Thomas is making lewd signs at I don't know t- at who. I'm hoping it's not at me. Yeah. It's but this uh, man, this this this, this grey man. man who's gonna, no, he's gone. So the RWS seems like it was it was a good thing in in theory, but in practice, uh, it never really set the world on fire. And it wasn't the idea of a rear wheel drive V10 Audi seemed to be better than the reality for some reason. The car that didn't set it up. I don't know. Nobody who drove it seemed to particularly think it was better than the Quattro. I don't know. They missed a trick. They okay. should have had the rear wheel drive. When it still had the V8, because mm. that would have been perfect. Be cool. I think you want that in the V8. You don't necessarily want it V10. in a V10. The V10, I mean, we've been in the V10 a fair amount. Yeah. It, it wasn't obviously four-wheel drive. No. I think it's the quite bias is very, bias. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. That's why I don't know how much of a change. Well, it's funny, actually, because, you, you know, you don't, you'd don't imagine the Balboni edition uh, Gallardo, Gallardo mm-hmm. to be talked about a lot more but it actually isn't. So it's probably the okay. same thing. Same I mean, it is the exact same, same drivetrain. That is effectively the same it's car. Yeah. The previous one, but yeah. No, um, it is. And then you're saying that was the previous <coughs> one as well. So it was. It, it's the exact same drivetrain. Hmm. Don't know. Yeah. So I don't know why maybe they were designed with four-wheel drive in mind and so making them two-wheel drive appeals in theory. But but okay, I'm excited. Hey, any new naturally aspirated car Yep. is exciting for Agreed. us. Agreed. Agreed. And if Agreed. they just happen to put a manual gearbox in it, it'll be... No, it's not. You see, uh, you see. So why go all to all that trouble of removing the drive shafts and not changing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We should work for Audi or in any motoring marketing <laughs> department. We'll tell them how to do it. Yeah. Um, Aston Martin Dubai. 
the DBX. It's named after Dubai <laughs> Airport. That's, that's that the before. code, yeah. Okay. Um, it's very close to We launch, did this in the last uh, no, news. No, no, the pricing has been announced. Oh, yeah, ah, really? Yeah. Ah, £158,000, or in rands at the moment, 298 2.9 I mean, 2.0. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm Thomas Zuma. Zuma. <laughs> <laughs> Zuma <laughs> I love that. 2.98 <laughs> <laughs> million rand. That's why I, I never no, became no, an accountant. 2.9 no. million rand. Okay, but, but that's fairly well priced compared I, it's to... It's unlikely that it'll end up being like that. It'll, it'll be over three. Four, yeah. But I mean, uh, Bentayga is, is it started, around started that. Two nine, yeah. Starts at 2.9. Starts at 2.9. So but I, I definitely would rather have the Aston. And actually, actually they, they, the Spy picks, the, the, it seems like the disguise is getting a little bit lighter. Yeah. So you can start mm. making out what the back looks like. And it looks like it's going to be a cool-looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. As cool as an SUV could be. And again, uh, we, we keep going back to the fact that the Cayenne saved Porsche. You know, if, if, if the, the existence of the DBX allows for the continuation of the core Aston sports cars, then uh, I'm afraid... Um, I'm happy that it exists. And, I'm not and they need it because I yeah. don't know if you saw that the sales are down mm. at Aston yeah, Martin. No, well, uh, sports like car sales worldwide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, BMW M2 CS mm. Club Sport. Um, that was dropped this week. Do you guys like that? Uh, yes, I do. You, I like, you I like, like the styling yeah. on it. Um, I think from a perspective of like, that at least they're going a little bit more raw. I think it's cool. It's a nice-looking car. I'm, I'm quite. I was quite surprised. the The power output struck me. It's three like thirty-one kilowatts. Thirty-one kilowatts. Yeah. The M2. I mean, all new cars are big, but the two series is 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 smallish yeah. as new cars go. It's got a lot of power it's for a, a little power. car. Um, I think it's quite a cool. I, I'm quite intrigued by it. I'm not even a, a BM kind of. Yeah, those CS. Um, yeah, the M4 CS, for mm. example, I found much better than the standard M4. So, mm-hmm. Nadav loved that car as well. The CS, no, the he G- loved M4. Any, anything yeah. M4. I yeah. went actually. Well, you ruined M4. it for me with the GTS. I went in an M4 <laughs> on Tuesday. It was did the first time I've actually been in it. Did you love it? Uh, no. So I was a passenger, and I noticed it's actually quite hard sprung. Hmm. Um, I noticed it to be quite jarring. Actually, is that is that what? Yeah, did you notice it struggles to put its power down very no, much? No, you're and driving the, very... The, the, the traction control light is always on. No, but actually, I mean, when I drove the 1M, that was something that I did notice. Yeah, yeah. but that was fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely was, but I'm just trying to... Uh, I suppose because it was manual as well. But I'm trying to work out, like, on the M4. I've never driven one, so I can't. I really can't okay. comment. This yeah. will be manual. You can get it. It comes standard with a six-speed manual. Oh, really? Yeah. Available here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming to South Africa first quarter uh, next year. Uh, in, in manual? In ma- yeah, 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 yeah. So it comes standard as manual. You can put in uh, the MDCT if you want. Um, yeah. I think it's um, quite exciting. I, as, so a, as a last hurrah for the current shape uh, M2 and I think maybe the engines as well, I think it... That's going to be pretty cool. Well, I'm I okay actually liked it for one reason, is that Craig Watson, the little troll, mm. <laughs> just um, he just bought an M2, <laughs> yeah. and um, and now the competition comes out, and like it just was, it was so cool for me to go and say, Watson must be 
dying right now. <laughs> Although he, he hasn't had a car for so long, so he is quite excited. And, yeah. But he's Shame. looking to order all those. What are those little things that you put on the grills that make it? Grill badges. Uh, no, those little, badges. Like, those little like, uh, no, those, those the three colors. colors. The three uh, colors, yeah. 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 But you yeah. can make it into a, um, a club sport. You just got to get, you You must speak to Mark Polluter's mate. What, do you think does he, he, could, he could make a, what, an, an, M, an M2 competition tribute? You just need a, um, a lighter bonnet because the, the club sport has a carbon fiber bonnet okay mm. so w- all you need to do is ask mark pluto's friend diego who owns the <laughs> the pool company he does a lot of that fiberglass <laughs> ask him to make a fiberglass mold mm. um it'll look exactly mm. oem and uh, probably cost you a thousand rand yeah but maybe even less so yeah. but what do you think so should we uh should we uh, give him the advice to do an M2 competition or CS tribute? CS tribute, yeah. A yeah, homage. I think so. Yeah, a homage. tasteful an homage. An homage. An homage. Yeah. And then you just go to Revo and ask them to put in some software. Some chips. Because it's only 29 kilowatts more than the competition. That's a lot of kilowatts. Yeah. You know, it's and a that's very small for car. Yeah. I've driven a, a standard M2, pre-competition mm. MDCT. Yeah. yeah. It was not lacking in no. power at all, no. I must say. I'm very, very tail happy. Yeah. Um, the other thing that the M2 has, the M2 CS, that I noticed is a carbon fiber center console. Yes, it does. Um, do you think they realized that that was like, you know, that the sort of cooler box plastic of the normal center console wasn't mm. good enough? Way too much, I think. Yeah. Also, it's so much lighter <laughs> as well. Big difference. The interior of the, of the two series is awful. I will say that. I've said it before here, yeah, I think. So, but that's, uh, that's a reasonable but, but in the context of BMW and the junk that we talked about uh, that they're making mm-hmm. uh, with front-wheel drive and rubbish like that, mm-hmm. like this is, uh, by all mm. accounts, is a breath of fresh air. No, it's going to be a good car. I think I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited about yeah. it. I think that's cool. Do you know what? I was... It's newsworthy. I was quite excited. So... Mini John Cooper Works Clubman. I've always been a big fan of the Mini Clubman. I think it's mm. the coolest Mini. Yeah, definitely. So so that's also come out this week. That's mm. got a big turbo on the 2-litre uh, motor. It kicks out 225 kilowatts, 450 newton meters of torque. It's got all-wheel drive. That car will hit 0 to 104.9, which is just 0.7 seconds slower than the M2. It's a nice car for Wi-Fi, yeah. Great nice car, car for, for me. But let me ask you I this: have you, have, you, have, you, have you, but have you driven the the uh, the, con- the the Clubman? Yes. I, the, what I'm wondering is that the the extra wheelbase does it blunt the experience? No. Unless you're going around the Nurburgring, trying to set lap times, you won't notice anything. Uh, I've just googled I'm not it. De- I'm not debating. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not convinced on that because I, I tell you, better. like no, because because short wheelbases are around town is actually the one thing that makes a car seriously fun. Um, and I, I've got two cases in point, the 4C and mm. then the Z3 M Coupe. The, the thing that makes that M Coupe so much fun is, is that it can pivot on its own axis. It's like okay, it's, well, it's, it's if and, you and, and the original Mini, that, that's what it did. That, that was, that's its gig. I was going to say, if you want that, you must get the first generation yes. of the new Mini or the second generation of the new Mini. This no. current one... Yeah, is Massive just car. it's a it's like a golf. Yeah. Oh, really? To yeah. and to or expect like a that same uh, yeah mm. to accept that I mean to wow. expect that same amount of pivotability, you're, you're not going to get. It. So you might looking at the club in. Okay, oh. so no, that's the, good it's, advice. It's oh. the four door hatch thing mini. Yeah, it's cool. No, 
That's no, the coolest one. Yes, it is. How no, much is this? Six forty-two. Remember the previous no, no, no. generation was two dollars. Yes, no, no. Six hundred forty-two thousand. Which was like a shooting range. It was actually a four-door because it actually had a small door on the side. Only on the one side. On the one side. On the one side. Yes. That was also cool. That was like. Now, Dave is right. With, unless it's got seriously big wheels, it does look a little bit dumpy. So you need to get the JCW, as you're saying. Like, we're not talking about getting the mundane one. Uh, we're saying get the hot one. That's not cool. I'm looking at it. It's get the hot club one. Yeah, that's, that's the coolest one they make. It's too long. No. No, I'm going with no. Do you think it's pointless? No. Pointless. Why is it? Because the previous Clubman JCW was so cool. It was like sub-zero cool. This is just dumpy four-door golf thing. Do you know get what's not cool? What? Is the Audi RS Q8? Why not? It's ridiculous. It's so cool. It's the fastest SUV around the Nurburgring. Big deal. <laughs> That's a big Se- deal. Seven forty-two or something. This eh? is what yeah. This is what Audi said. We wanted to make the RS Q8. No, sorry, I read that wrong. Right. We wanted the RS Q8 to be able to deliver on the track, but also be usable every day. Which RS? Q8 owner or Q8 owner ever wants to go to a track? Me, 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 me. Yeah, but you are, your Q8. Q8. you are you are biased mm. to the to the degree that it's unreasonable. Come on, because no, no, you own an RS Q3 mm. and you love Audi more than life itself. <laughs> so it's you saying true. like. <laughs> in fact, you have a tramp stamp for the Audi <laughs> yes. logo on your. You weren't supposed to give that fact away. Yeah. Thomas. Well, that we, won't say, we won't say what it is, but sometimes it has two rings, sometimes it has four. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, uh, like in all honesty, like um, the thing is that 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 RSQ8. I'll, I'll give it only one thing: is that it looks uh, better than the Euros. Yeah, yeah, it does. But just buy a normal one. I have one now at the moment. It's, it's the most easygoing wafting car. You can see it after the show. Oh. Why yeah. didn't you? Why is this? No, you just dropped that. Surprise! No. Surprise! Oh. I dropped a Q8 bomb. I'm excited. I don't want that car to go fast. I don't want to go around the Nurburgring. It's a nice, yeah, big, comfortable. Cruiser. Okay, but let me let it's me repackage it for you. Yeah. It's a cheaper KN Turbo, and it's a cheaper Urus. Why not? It's a good-looking car, and it will depreciate. It will be hard, so hard, and so. This guy, we I reckon we're going to be driving it in in the, in the sort of medium term future. That's a cool car, man. Come on, well, get I'll excited. It's better looking than the Urus. It's cheaper than a Cayenne Turbo. Come on, they're all the same. They are all the same. And with that, we have to take a break because uh, Page. No, no. How, no, how, no. Much, Page is, how much is it? I don't know. I don't know. It hasn't. It must be over two million bucks. I'm sure, but oh, yeah. you yeah. know how much a Cayenne is. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And they're all the same. Cool. See, the good news is that you're going to be uh, swapping out a GT3 for a <laughs> Q8. 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 Amazing. An extra thousand kilos. That's where the value is. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. We're gonna have, we are going to take a quick break. Okay. Be back shortly. Thanks. Cool. Racial identity politics, the phrase that has the potential to start an argument in just about any situation. That's why we're starting it first. Let's Start an Argument is a unique and insightful podcast series about the meaning of race to us today. Presented by researcher Cecilia Koch and Doctor of Philosophy Jason Werbeloff, the series aims to spark rational argument and meaningful discussion around this controversial topic. Find Let's Start an Argument now on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cargumentative. Now, our last episode was Halloween-themed. 
and we had a whole thing on automotive horror stories, which you would know, Mike, if you had been here. But you know, uh, but turns out af- after that, after recording, um, Nadav and I went to McDonald's mm, together mm-hmm. in a car. Yes. Two Ooh. men drive through. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did. Did you eat in the car? Controversial. Yeah, we did. Uh, Whose car did. was it? Was it uh, Nadav's car? No, it was no, Audi's car. No way in hell. Yeah. It was Adi's car. And uh, while we were there, enjoying our milkshakes, Nadav said that real fear, real automotive horror and fear comes from watching this uh, YouTube channel, which is called? Uh, P-Tech. P-Tech, yeah. Okay. Which stands um, for? So Porsche like Tech. Porsche Tech, yeah. And uh, why should we be so fearful of this? Okay, so this channel that was actually recommended to me by YouTube, I think it was on the algorithm, nothing else. Um, so YouTube itself recommended it. Um, I had a look, and what it is is a channel about a Porsche tech working in Chicago, who seems that the dealership has allowed him to record his day. Um, in other words, he's got a couple of GoPros, he's got a, his own bay, and he can record what happens inside the bay. And he's got a portable camera that he takes and he shows you what he's doing. So, I think what happens in the beginning of the day is you, or the beginning of the week, you get an allotment of work. And you start. You go outside. And you, this is the car. You, you so he's all working on modern Porsches. Working on modern Porsches. Uh, well, everything. But at the moment, I think the channel. There's nothing classic in there. Um, and so it just gives you an insight into straightforward kind of common issues coming in through the front door of a dealership. You know, this is random. This is not sort of. It's not curated in any way. This is just what he's working on. And, oh my God, is it scary because modern cars and modern Porsches are are not particularly at fault here. It's all modern cars. They are so complex. So many systems that are interacting. So many things that are so carefully crafted. But seemingly, there doesn't seem to be consideration for the future. For if something goes wrong, how are we going to fix it? Nothing, you know... In spite of the fact that most of these systems these days are actually modular, nobody's tried to fit them in such a way that should one of these modular systems break and need to be replaced, because we all joke that people are replacement technicians now, not mechanics, um, there doesn't seem to be a way to get at it easily, to remove this away as a subsystem from where it's been nestled. I mean... So so hold on. So, 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 okay. is, it, so is it a matter that the things are complex and that they can't be repaired or is it just that the labor to actually replace these things is so complex because I remember when my, my, my business partner's Cayenne we had serious oil leaks and it was Gen 1 Cayenne and I just remember the, the labor to move the, the, the front suspension apart mm. away so that they could get to it was mm-hmm. just I mean it was like 30,000 rand just labor just for that no it's exactly and the that. actual actual item wasn't overly complex exactly that a, a little oil leak from something you know that two surfaces mate you know they could leak oil in the future surely there's a way to maybe think about the likelihood of that and make the access a little bit easier but exactly that one of the examples was a oil leak from the cam cover of one of the V6 engines in a Cayenne. Um, in other words, it's not a pressurized system. It's just the top of the engine, so it's just the cam cover that's leaking. He had to strip the front of the car. There must have been three days of labor 
Are you serious? I swear, it took him. I think it must have taken him three days to get rid of, move everything, so that he can get the stupid cover off. Well, and and fix a little oil leak that's actually not mechanically consequential. Does well, that make sense? Well, I've got, I've got a leaky cam cover on the Diablo, and I mean Oof. it's been there for a while. So yeah. they've just said in order to get to it, the engine has to come out. Mm. Now that so means the whole to. back section of the car has to come mm. off. And then, I don't know if you've ever seen a Diablo engine come out, but it takes the gearbox with it, including the gear <laughs> yeah, lever. Right. Are you serious? Yeah. Including yeah. the gear lever. Including, including the gear lever. It doesn't screw off. No. No, it, it, the, the whole top. thing actually <laughs> cantilevers and then comes out. Yeah. And, uh, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, but, but the Diablo it was hold on. So the Diablo was designed by, that. By, by stupid Italians. Sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a low volume, um, it's exotic supercar. If yes. you told me that story, I would I wouldn't be surprised. You know, yeah. that's just the way it is. But I mean, they're making like a hundred thousand cans a year. This is a commodity item. This is a mass-produced car. Surely, this has been considered anyway. Well, uh, it maybe it, maybe it really has, um, and we'll get into that just now. But I mean, logically, this problem is more impactful mm. for cheaper. Um, uh, what do you call it? Audis and VWs. Mm-hmm. That that Touregs, which is ostensibly the same car, mm. become throwaway yep. or very well, small things. Exactly well, it. I think a lot yeah. of them. I mean, I've just had, um, I had the new A1 on test, which you saw last week. Yep, I did. And you saw the interior. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's got all these amazing touch screens mm-hmm. and you can swipe up and down yep. like an Apple iPad, etc., yep. etc. But you just think, okay, in like 14 years' time, yep. where are we going to be? And is, is any it? of this stuff still going to work? If it's broken... Like you won't find a replacement for that. Exactly, and you if need you an do, one specific yeah. screen. Yeah. Um, look, I, I still think that there can be a certain amount of consideration for fixability. So, it, in, from the tech world, um, there's the, there's the, there's that team of people. Is, are they called iFix? Yeah. Like whenever yeah. there's a new uh, big tech product, they immediately get one of the first things and tear it down, mm. and they give it a fixability rating, and. Fixability is something that if you engineer in from the beginning, you can run with it and you can make certain compromises to make sure that this item is repairable rather than just throw away. But the the need to do that and the the impetus to do that doesn't seem to exist either in the new throwaway electronics market, but I guess cars are becoming throwaway electronics as well. Well, that's it. I mean, I think as soon as um, electronic cars start to break into the mainstream, and that's what people start buying, I mean, then you're talking about, I'm going to have this car for four years, three years, trade it in, keep going, or just lease it because it's going to be cheaper. Well, I think the unsaid implication is that these cars under motor plan if you if you intend to buy something like a Cayenne or a Macan or a Panamera that these are the cars that are on this channel commonly um, I'm just thinking that I think at Porsche's Porsche Center's current labor rate is and I stand to be corrected something around 2000 rand an hour okay so between 1400 and 2000 rand an hour I don't think that that job took him less than 14 hours so to outside to replace the cam cover. A leaky cam cover. So that's 28,000 rand in labor. Hmm. Hey? It just doesn't add up. Like it, it just, uh, you know, who, I don't know who's going to be able to afford to do that. No, so well, they start bringing into play um, some alternative solutions mm. like petrol in a match. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so these th- it's very sad to think that a car that's actually otherwise okay like this, an, an inconsequential oil leak really, 
you know, it becomes a throwaway item because someone, no one in their right mind can actually afford to the, just the labor to fix it, never mind the parts. Um, what's also interesting is the warranty repairs. You know, there's been a lot of, there's a lot of recalls and fixes that happen. Um, the amount of labor to change, I mean, so this is obviously dealership cost, but it must be costing the manufacturers a fortune. If they'd made it easier to mm. fix in the first place, you know, then these fixes don't need to cost them so much in time, labor lost. And these are bays occupied in warranty fixes, which doesn't generate income, you know, from the customer. Any, anyway, I, mm. it's just, it's been quite eye-opening, and I think yeah. that's why we wanted to discuss it. But I think, um, yeah, so it's the, the thing, uh, this fuels the throwaway mentality. Mm. Yeah, totally does. I mean, I'm calling a little bit of conspiracy theory yeah. <laughs> it's not oh, yeah. no yeah, I'm not saying it's not complex I'm just so saying I don't, give think, him a I don't think the prevalence of these types of jobs uh, no, the, 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 the frequency that these things happen is, is that prevalent so yeah. uh, so in other words you're seeing the worst of what happens to him during the course of a week yeah. I and mean, I get that I mean he's focusing on the big jobs mm-hmm. maybe but um, I'll give you an example that blew my mind in particular um, a lot of modern cars get sold with extras you know you buy a pack and the pack includes this and heated seats and power mirrors and this and that now then a lot of the things are the current the driver aids at the moment and i think you get a driver aid pack that has a rear camera park distance control and um, lane change assist to check that you know there's nobody in the lane next to you and if the rear bumper of a macan for argument's sake is removed for whatever reason access to something behind it minor paint damage whatever that whole system needs to be recalibrated and it needs to be done manually there's a special calibration chart that you have to bring out so you have to buy you have to have it in order to buy f- from Volkswagen AG you have to bring it out it's the size of a table you bring it out and you lay it out behind the car you have to measure the vertical height of it compared to the floor how far it is from each wheel you have to set it up and then you have to get a Doppler shift generator from the garage, also supplied by Volkswagen, on a pole in order to calibrate this whole system. It must take hours. What they've safely done is it. remove the ability to fix your car at home. Impossible. So there's no more reactions no, on proprietary own. stuff. Yeah. And imagine, imagine just that, just getting that system calibrated on its own. And, and the, I mean, I think the ultimate reference point is the 911 engine, the air-cooled 911 engine, because that comes out of the car in a matter of probably an yeah. hour. It's designed to do that. And people yeah. are like, oh, you have well, to take exactly. the engine out. But there it was designed go. to do it. You can take it out yeah. and get to whatever you, you want to, you know, you know cam cover or gearbox. And or what, you that know. starts from the first, you know, the first mouse movement or pencil stroke, you know, when you design something. If you, if you consider repairability and accessibility early, but I think people are choosing not to. It's a choice. And they're disposable, and the truth is it'll probably end up on the scrap heap. So what's the point? So Very if you have any, like, really um, expensive cars, you really should be so scared. And uh, yeah, just get hold of us at Cargumentative <laughs> because we might just be interested in taking them off your hands. Right. So we don't want you to have any drama. But is there a segue here to the Audi thing? There is a segue okay. because you own a car that's part of that Volkswagen yeah, Audi part group. family. Yeah, and so so top tip, you know, we like consumer advice here. We do be we've, very big. We've on mentioned that. it uh, we, as a rumor uh, at some point in one earlier show, 
that Audi is changing their motor plan in South Africa to up to 10 years. Yeah, so it comes standard with five. <coughs> standard with five, but extendable up to 10 years. Correct, yeah. Um, Does that extend to the rest of the group as well, so VW? No, no it's an no. Audi product Audi, at the yeah. moment. Mm. And... Uh, not only does it extend up to 10 years, it's particularly attractively priced at the moment. And so that takes out a little bit of the guesswork and the scariness of owning a modern car outside of plan. Yeah. Now you can actually buy one with the intention of keeping it for a decade. But, um, I see. Like that's where it just completely contradicts it because you know, the, the companies aren't in the market for to, to make losses. So... You know, if they're going to take 14 hours to go and do stuff, I mean, they factored this in. So I, I, I really don't think this is as big a thing as the, the guys are making out. I, I mean, he's got a great YouTube channel, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, <coughs> yeah, this, listen, this uh, KN came in here and it was a major problem and all I did was run some software and it fixed it in 20 minutes. <laughs> That's not great for YouTube. Yeah, I get your point. I take your uh, point. You know, maybe we're seeing the worst of the worst, but still it's scary stuff. Yeah. Cool. So top tip, mm. if you can extend that motor plan, definitely do it. Do it. Yeah. And if you can avoid buying options, do it. They're just going to more things go wrong, more Correct. things to fix. Yeah. Mm. Keep it straight and simple. Yeah. Stupid. Unless unless like you've got that Doppler thing like under motor plan, just make sure <laughs> just go in there and tell them it so needs cool. calibration. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, like back in the 80s they're like, guys, oh, so what I've got, I've got like a a toolbox and a, a Bosch fuel injection checking system yes. I've got now you can say I've got Doppler radar Doppler for aligning aligning my, my park sensors alright we're going to take a quick break we'll be back shortly guns, guns. an essential tool in self-protection or a catalyst for criminality CliffCentral.com presents GunCast, a podcast that unpacks the divisive issue of gun ownership in South Africa. Join legal expert Martin Hood as he hosts a series of talks with both sides of the gun lobby. Whether you support the right to carry guns or you believe they're a destructive tool that society could do without, GunCast will enlighten and challenge you in equal measure. Find GunCast now on the CliffCentral app, on CliffCentral.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Cargumentative. Miles, you've been quite quiet on this uh, show. I have. You have. So, um, I think we should have a chat. About? What's in your garage? What do you drive? I drive, well, I drive press cars as much as I can. Yeah. There's a set of Volvo keys on the table, yeah. which are, ugh, they're making me feel a little bit ill. That's, mm. uh, that's an XC60 from mm. Volvo. Yeah. Mark yeah. would love it. Mark would have loved it. Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I'd, I'd, I'd drove. We drove that. I drove that. Um, which, which motor? They'll, they'll D one of them. Three, yeah. D five, D three, D five. Yeah, it was awful. One of the worst cars I've driven in ages. Really? Yep. Yeah. Sure. Sad memories sure. of the XC sixty. Yeah. But yes. Uh, otherwise, I I've got a one five six GTA Alpha. Ooh. Aha. Oh, there you go. You I see. You Mike's working up. Mike's working up. Mike, no, stop looking you, at the corner. You, you, you know that I drove a, a one four seven GTA. It relaxes me. Um, just I drove a one four seven GTA. So effectively, it's We're very similar. Good. It's the same. It's the same engine. Mm -hmm. Same, same drive engine. Trade. Yeah. Yeah. I was blown away how good that motor is. It's very good. It yeah. really is. It's just. Some such, would say it's the best part of the car. 
It is the best part of the car. I would say that. That was so that. Are like, I mean, I'm not. Are the I'm other not, parts of the car not so good though. No. What so color is your one five six GTA? Red. Oh, very nice. Very very, very nice. Very nice. How long have you had it for? Sure, I uh, think four years. Four years. Okay. How did you decide on a one five six GTA? How did you come across it? I actually came across it. It had been accident damaged, mm. and I figured I'd rescue it um, because those weren't terribly. Um, popular here. Well, when I say not terribly popular, they only sold 40 or 50 of them. So, oh. uh, yeah, I decided I'd rescue it. Um, it's cost me a, a small fortune since, hmm. as Alphas do, I think. It's better than it costing you a big fortune. You must speak to yeah, for positive You must speak to Mark Paluta, who's not here, but he's very good at fixing Alphas for cheap. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I've got a 2000 GT Veloce um, as Ooh. well. Which one is that again? Educate me. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a similar engine, isn't it? No, the, the that's uh, 74105 oh, series. Oh, 2000. I thought yeah. you said it went to year 2000. No, oh, no, no, no. GT Veloce. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. So that's essentially Ooh. the shape everyone knows as a junior. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. okay, I know that car. Yeah. I do know that. That's very cool. What color is that? That's white. Very, um, very cool. Not originally white. It's had a few resprays, and I recently uncovered a, a lot of rust. Those cars weren't properly galvanized, were they? No. But, but so. it all adds to the passion of the Alpha driving experience. Yeah. And also, rust is light. Well, <laughs> well, not right. really, You're actually. Right. <laughs> well, it's, the, it's the air that's, that's light. Yeah, it's the <laughs> when, when there's no more steel, it's yeah. pretty light. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I've also got a, a Datsun 1200. Race. That's really cool. Mm, yeah. Very cool. That's supposed to be a race car, but oh, yeah? it's in parts in my garage. Um, that's cool. Yeah. What color is that? That was also white, yeah. but it's now blue. Okay. Uh, I've resprayed it in my garden. Oh, really? Yeah. What paint did you use? Some paint I got in an automotive paint shop. Just, I don't know. Mark it would be proud. Yeah. That's Talking cool. about Mark, we have to give a little plug to him because... Uh, whilst uh, he, he also likes to build alphas. Whilst he also likes to build alphas. Yeah. Um, he has started his own uh, little business, and uh, yeah, he's in the fruit and veg business, which seems a little bit like stereotypical. A little bit stereotypical. Um, oh. It's like a caricature um, of himself. But his, 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 it's called Go Fresh. Oh, which, and he's uh, very good at it. Yeah, he's exceptional at it. He's bought a whole fleet of trucks, and uh, yeah, he's delivering fruit and veg to uh, all manner of people. Yeah. So yeah, all the best to Polinski. Oh. Sorry, a little interlude there. I had oh, wow. to make sure we'd got but it But that's in. why he's not here, and, and he's... Uh, he's yeah, is he, he delivering veg? Delivering he really is, veg. eh? Yeah. He drives the forklift himself. You know? oh. We're working on a jingle as well, which we hopefully <laughs> will turn into uh, a series of Go radio. Fresh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I came up with something in my, uh, with some, some lyrics, but actually, to be honest, I just, there was nothing that, I, that was clean, so like, I've just stopped. So the let's talk more about the, the Datsun. So it's a blue car, and what, what was it going to be racing in? Or what should it be uh, racing the in? The historic series. Mm-hmm. Okay, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much my garage. Okay. That's cool. That 156 cool. is cool. You see, I, I like the 156, and to a certain extent, I like the look of the 147, but it's I terrible like, to drive. I like the look of the 159. I really am a, sh- a yeah, fan Yeah, I also of like the, the 159. Uh, because it has the front end, really, of the Brera, which is, mm-hmm. to me, is just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like one of those cars that you just, it's just amazing that they made it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing yeah. that you never see any of them. I saw one um, two weeks ago. Well, maybe it's beautiful not amazing. One. A really beautiful one. I mean, it had and then a different uh, brown leather interior. Oh, 
really, how expensive really was that car when it came out? It was like uh, 400,000 rand or something. It was like outrageous. Was it, it was. was. Yeah, it was outrageous. It was yeah. outrageously yeah. priced. But it was one of those, like, effectively, almost like a skunk works type car where they just bolted. it. They really, sh- it was, it was they, it, heavy it, it, and it, slow. But it was, and but, it, but just, it just looked beautiful. And that's the thing. So, I mean, it, it definitely, like, it got a lot of flack for being not mm. as good to drive as it should have been. Mm. But just what that thing looks like is just amazing. It's still a great looking car. Yeah. But I mean, that's true of all the Alphas, even though I mean, the 156 really is a great looking car. Yeah, it is. Um, and it was a return to form, I mean, uh, for them, uh, in yeah. a sense, because. A return to understeer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean. There's, no, there's not well, an awful much good about that car. Other than it just right sounds there. awesome. Yeah, that car does sound, I mean, that Busso engine, yeah. I think there are few engines in the world yeah. of all time that actually sound as good as that thing. Sure. That's and true. No, so it is. Big words coming from Thomas it Falconer. Is. I mean, wow. I spent, I spent some indeed. time on YouTube because I had a coffee break and I was just, you know, Googling engine sounds and stuff. And those things sound seriously good whether oh it's a no. 2.5 liter or 3 no. liter or standard or exhaust it, it, mark, it sounds brilliant mark has said so ad nauseum it's true and uh, annoyingly so sometimes uh, but you've managed to secure one of 40 or 50 156 gti's yeah. proud owner that's cool so I when mean, do you drive it uh not terribly often okay. uh, i must admit why um, is that well, I actually, I've, I forgot one car. I've also got a Subaru Forester. Ah, cool. But, uh, sure. Fairly forgettable. Tom, uh, Tom must love that. <laughs> I do See, love that's that. Like, do you that's love like that? Tom's. Yeah, I, I like those. You yeah. must have owned a Forester at some point in time. I've looked at them. Um, they're, have, they're incredible value. Which one have you really got? The, the, so I've got the SG, which is uh, 04. Oh, uh, yeah, that's when they still were like wagons on, on yeah, stilts. Exactly. Yeah, those are, those yeah. are awesome. No, they're basically yeah. like the WRX on stilts, huh? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, it's cool. But mine's only just got a two-liter naturally aspirated. But that's yeah. the one you want, really. Those turbos are very complicated. Yeah, yeah. They're very expensive Shut to up. run. Faster is always better. Around a racetrack, maybe. Yeah. But not in the day-to-day yeah. drudgery of Johannesburg traffic. No, faster is always better. No. Oh, Jesus. It's sorry. not. All right, okay. Speaking of alphas. Yes. Um, I got to drive off a 145 the other day. Nadav actually uh, sent me on a mission. That's right. Yes, he did. Um, um, Nadav was interested in purchasing a car, wow. a 145 uh, Cloverleaf. Where did he send you on this mission? I, w- I happened to be in Cape Town for a car launch. Oh, so you drove uh, the, the actual one. Yeah, and Nadav said, listen, my friend Rob from Carbs and Coffee. Yeah. yeah is expecting a phone call. So I said, I'm not going to phone him. I'm going to WhatsApp him. Yeah, because it's cheaper. Yeah. It's expensive to phone. It is. Yeah. And I'm a Flash journalist. Yeah. yeah, I'm a journalist. Well, there you go. You see, he knows. No, you, you know. Not but it. you get free cars, man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but so... free petrol. Move on. No, no. Long story short, Nadav wanted me to go check out this car. It was a, a 145 Cloverleaf, which you, you hardly see anymore. They're either like dead mm-hmm. or about to die <coughs> or they yeah. like... I don't know. Modified, and usually they've got holes in their bumpers, yeah. cracks everywhere. They really look shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one looked pretty good. You sent me photographs. Oh. I thought it belonged to uh, an ex-colleague of mine, Ashley Oldfield. Well, I mean, he's still... Oh, he's he still did have a one for He did, yeah. yeah. But his was gold. Yes. Anyway, so um, he said, I'm keen on this car. Can you go drive it? So I did. And it had 245,000 Ks on it, somewhere I think, I somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, you know, close up, a little bit knackered um, in terms of the interior, like the seats and stuff like that. But but not a bad car. I mean, Alphas from that era don't p- age particularly well, as we know. 
but this one was still you know it was still good and to drive it i was impressed man mm. And it's, it, a, it's a, a great car. I yeah, mean, it really is. And it was such a fun. It was such a. Um, I mean, its gearbox was great. The clutch was great. The engine was strong. It sounded good, and it was such a pleasure to get into something into a, a sporty hatchback because that's what the Clover, mm-hmm. the Clover it was. Warm was. hatch. I yeah, it was quite a hot well, hatch. you know, back no, in the day, in day, it was a hot hatch. Yeah, I mean, it, it, had was, def- it was both definitely a hot hatch. I mean, it didn't have any more power than the the normal two liter though. I think it had a switch. How, much, how powerful was it? I no, but the two liter was a hot hatch. I mean, it was against a GTI at the time, and it, was, and it was definitely faster the goal, no, uh, than the Golf Three of its era. I think it had about 110 kilowatts. 100. What did it? What? What era was it? Is that? Is that Golf Three? Golf Three. Golf three yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, there, I mean, that was a bit of a dog, actually. Golf Go, Three. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Um, Shocking. And Must so, yeah, died. if it had 100 and something kilowatts. Yeah. I mean, that was a pretty big deal because yeah. when the Golf Four GTI came out, that yeah. only had 110 kilowatts. Yeah. I mean, it had more torque because it was yeah. turbocharged, but this was this still had proper okay. power. So it was. I didn't realize it was actually up there as a proper hot hatch. No, I remember. Um, so a friend of mine in Cape Town, he had a 145. His dad bought him an out of box 145, and it was. It was off the charts that he got this, and yeah. I and I went to the dealership with him, and his car was having a service. And I remember the the, 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 the salesperson. She said to me, I'd "Like to take it for a drive." I like could not believe that. I mean, you are you coming off. with me? And she was, "No, no, just go take it. Just be gentle." I wasn't, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it, I just remember actually changing down to get it to rev because it just made such a good oh, sound really? relative Drift and, I, and I had a Golf mm. 3 at the time okay. and it just was it was different level and it oh. was so so cool well I'm excited to say that uh, you know uh, it may have not worked out uh, for the cargumentative it was going to be a cargumentative investment but uh, yeah. we're still I think hopefully managing in some way to get that car up to Joburg yeah. so maybe this is not the last we've heard of it a little bit of a focus well we were yeah. offered to go into it and I was tempted but there were two things that stopped me from going in and it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a big amount of money I mean, but the first thing is that I prefer the pre-face lift it's true this is a post-face lift but biggest can't be choose when it comes to oh, you're right you're right you're right but I, do pre- but I do prefer the pre-face lift and the second thing is just like I am at a stage now where just space is now becoming a premium, and you could have kept it here. It's not well. The thing is, the space we the space know, issue we we we'd already tackled and we'd we'd oh, resolved. It's just like, and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm at a point now where I've got too many cars to drive. I'm not like I'm, I'm yeah. just not rotating the cars enough now. No. You could have kept it here next to my material, so nobody parks next to it because a it's ugly and b it's it's <laughs> it's on top of the sewage outlet for the building, <laughs> so it smells of. Excrement. Okay. Yeah, though, listen, so as, 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 as much as an amazing uh, an offer as that is, <laughs> and also they yeah. look kind of similar. Materia and one four five. No, square, no, skull, no they do not. No, yeah, they're both square. Yeah, that's they, too they, far. They, 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 so. Yeah, no, that's a there's reach. A, there's a lot of similarity who, there. Who designed that car, the one four five? Uh, I think it might have been Jujara. I think so yeah. too. Oh, was it? That was a it proper. Been, yeah. That was a proper design. It's it's aged beautifully it's still a really good looking but, but car. it was such fun because at that time i was driving a, a b a b200 okay which is kind of good you know cool ish mercedes mpv i kind of like it because it's not an suv you know if you want something anyway what that's time a, was that what are you talking about i lost you completely i was dri- when i went to go and see the alpha oh, i was driving a b200 oh, okay I so i got out of the b200 uh-huh. and i drove the 145 yeah. and the 145 was such a fun car to drive takes you back to this time where cars were like 
I don't know. There was just something so involving. It really yeah, it was, was involving. Fun. And it, it really had like a involving. manual gearbox, and uh, you know the seating position is a little bit compromised, but you can get around that. And the engine's fun, and it revs, and it makes noises, and you come off the gas, and it pops a bit, and yeah. it was just a cool. It was fun. Like, and then I got out of that, and I got into the B200, and I was like, you know what? Modern cars have become so sterile, mm. and so you 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 you're so filtered from what's going on. Wow, you just yeah, I mean, 110 kilowatts was fun. It really was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was fun. And you, like, enjoyed it and you revved it up. And I, I don't but, know. But you just described you. the 4C. No, I did not. Look at you waxing lyrical about an alpha. I'm very no, impressed. But, no, but I mean, I think if you get into any car of that era, hot hatch, I mean, a VR6, a 145, uh, an Opel 200 ISE, even though you guys had Opels, but it kind of has that similar... Yeah, no, like, you're that right. was a, the, the fun... I, I, I'd, I'd also said that you know that it, it sort of it's been through the crucible, you know, hasn't it? You know, mm. to make two hundred thirty thousand k's on an alpha, you know, it's either it's number one, it has to be a good one from the start. Yeah. That wasn't a sort of Friday afternoon car, <laughs> and number two. Uh, it's obviously been looked after because yeah. I mean oh, no, no. it's done at least triple the mileage there was, of the there was, the time, there was you know? every reason to buy this car. <laughs> there was every. I was reason. surprised when you pulled out, Mark. I was very surprised. But, uh, I've got a few that I need to offload. <laughs> still have the CL, still have the 944. <laughs> and the Zonda. <laughs> the Zonda Touring. Yeah. Yeah. You still got the Zonda Touring? Yep. Mm-hmm. Are we married to that car? Oh, dear. Okay. 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 Well, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> GLWS, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, that thing was cool. Um, I will say, however, that, that when you really rev this car, huh, you would get the smell of engine coming through the air vents. I love smells of engine. Yes. You know, which was kind of like, you know, you know, how, you know how Peugeot and Citroen and Mercedes have these perfumes that you can, that they go into the, <laughs> yeah. and then you can push a button and this nice aroma comes out. Well, the 145 started it. But alpha aroma. But with alpha yeah. engine. It's a disintegrating belt aroma. Something like that. Something like but that. it was cool. Yeah. Okay. I look forward to see what belt cool. disintegrates. Well, hopefully uh, it comes back and there's a, we can, another consideration yeah, I'd like to see, see it. it's back on the market you know put it here in the studio do you know what I also saw the other night which I don't think I shared with you guys was with, was a Honda CRX mm. oh, yeah. very cool did you see very that cool. Honda CRX I told yeah. you to buy it you didn't listen that's <sighs> a cool car that yeah. was awesome but uh, all right, well, nineties. We well, we we should have a segment on on nineties cars. You know, we yeah. should. Yeah. Young timers, as they're Young being timers, known. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can have like musical segues between. Yeah. We can we can all choose our favorite song from the nineties. Play a little bit of that. I don't know how much we can play before we get sued for copyright infringement. I don't know. We'll find out. Thirty three sec- seconds. Three seconds. Three seconds. Yeah. Three there seconds. we go. We can do wow. that. Wow. We can. But then uh, let's engage with our listeners. Let's do we, that. We always direct them to the Instagram account. Yeah. We at want to hear from At Cargumentative. Is that legit now, Paige? Mm-hmm. Am I going to get fired for it? What? Probably, yeah. Oh, okay. Whoops. Yeah. All right. It's we'll okay. Try and interact with us there if you, if you, if you feel like it. And yeah. Don't Please get do. Fired. Uh, and tell us what 90s cars we're not thinking of. Yeah. yeah. 90s hot hatches. Yeah. No, 90s cars. Just 90s cars are back, baby. 90s cars are... Uh, and teal paint. Have you seen? Like so many cars. Fantastic. Rev, uh, the Rev 4 yeah. launch color here was teal. 993. 993 teal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, awesome. Teal is solid. Yeah. Hashtag oh. bring teal back. Make yeah. teal great again. Okay. Right. I can see Mike's getting tremors. He wants to go and drink tequila. Yeah. Dove needs to go off and uh, put Be some. Dad. Put some. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And Miles. <laughs> Miles, thank you for being with us. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, and, Miles. Uh, Thanks for having Look forward to many meeting together smiles. with uh, the <laughs> alphas. Yeah, no, you're better than that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Never we heard that see, one before. Dad joke. We want to see the one five. <laughs> 
<laughs> we want to see your 156. Yes, we do. Next time you come, we really please bring it. Sure. Actually, no I want to see your junior. <laughs> 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 but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I need Thanks to you, come catch some rest holes. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dad jokes. Funny, funny, yeah. funny, funny. Cool, guys. Thanks All right, so much. catch okay. us again next Great week. Great to be back, guys. For another Thanks episode for of Cognitive, keep it safe out of the roads. Enjoy. Goodbye. Good luck. One way out. Cheers. Bye bye.